What's going on, y'all? Congratulations, you have made it to level 30 of the Level With You show. My name is Wiley Olmstead, and this week I am joined by Tyler Hadley. Hey, everybody. Anthony Dewart. Hey, I'm not sick anymore. And sitting in an unusual spot, but uh, still present, is Kenny Castro. What up, what up, what up? All right, if you didn't know, this is a weekly video game podcast where we all get together and talk about, you guessed it, video games. You can find the videos every Wednesday on YouTube and every Wednesday on podcast services as well. You can check them out on Podcast Addict, Spotify, iTunes. We're everywhere if you'd rather hear us than watch us. Uh, we've also got some good Let's Play content you can check out on the channel, as well as some excellent card opening videos and all of that. I ran right. out of money, so I'm probably going to take a little break from those for a bit. And then you were just five minutes ago, 30% off Black Friday GameStop opening. Exactly. <laughs> it's all about the plan. Yeah. They get the 30% off trading card games this weekend for Black Friday. Mm. Can't believe it's almost yeah. already Thanksgiving. All right. So a couple other things I want to touch on before we get into it. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a question and be featured on next week's show, all you got to do, leave a little comment in the comments below. Uh, and then you will be on the next week's show in the question segment, which is going to be like overflowing someday. We just know it. I do have a question that I can plug in at the end of the show. Oh, okay. Want. All right. Thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm not sure. is, is it in here already? Um, I don't know. That was a good guess. But she did ask a question. She did ask, ask a question. Okay, cool. And yeah, I was thinking about getting Elena to do it, but I was like, eh, maybe I'm just going to keep <laughs> keep holding out. Keep hope. hoping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so how's everybody doing this week, Anthony? I know you've been uh, a little bit on the not-so-great side. Oh, I've been a lot better. I was really sick, and that was sucked, but the upside to that was I played a buttload of Pokemon. I've been hearing about this Pokemon, mm -hmm. and you got Pokemon what? Sword or Sword, yep. Sword. I'm with the sword. Sharp one. Oh, I definitely, I just like the Legendary's design, honestly, a little bit better. Some of the exclusive Pokemon you got in Shield were a little bit cooler, but... So how do they... Okay, well, I'll just ask this real quick. How do mm. they deal with the link cable stuff, like, all you know... Wi in, all wireless. All, okay, well, I knew that. <laughs> but I mean, like, so do they do it as, uh, like, you can only find these ones in Shield and these ones in Sword? Yep, it's exactly. still the same? Yeah, it's, so that's it's, the way it's always been? Exactly. So it's like all in the, the areas or whatever you walk around, like, oh, say, like, for me, a low tad pops up. Um, for you playing Shield, uh... Which is actually opposite. Lotad's in Shield, and Sword has like Minectric or something. Mm -hmm. So it's like in the originals, like Growlithe and like Volpex, like red and blue. Okay, the difference. Um, and I know something's been going on with Tyler. You got a whole fancy new setup behind us here. I know. I got uh, my computer set up in the basement. Getting more and more stuff done down here. Uh, yeah, the studio's coming together. It is coming together. Um, yeah, pretty nice. Oh shit! Is that, a, is that a three D printer? Oh, I forgot you had that. Yeah. yeah. 3D Holy crap, printer. I forgot all about that as well. I got devious ideas for that. Yeah, I brought it down here. I actually brought that down here today. And I mean, I haven't plugged it in or anything, but. I remember when you got that, and I just straight up forgot. You know what yeah. I meant to tell you is that you should use that if you guys use Mini in your D&D game you play. Oh, I know. Yeah. I that's. Really, what I want to do something that'd be sick. Yeah, make some uh, miniatures and paint them, and that'd be really cool um, stuff like that. I, I've been kind of interested in getting involved in that for a little while. Oh, I mean, there's so many. Good. I mean, I think there's a website that you can design your own character for D and D, and then it'll just like generate a miniature. That's it's like a three D model that you can just set in the three D. Do you have printer. to have Blender or anything, or it just goes to like the printer's program? Yeah, I mean, it's just like a different specific type of file. I mean, there's a, there's websites that you can just go and get models from and i remember when i first got the 3d printer i would go in and 
make I found like a PlayStation icon. I mm-hmm. printed a PlayStation icon. I found like a Halloween chalice. Yeah, like you had that chalice up there. <laughs> is is the it just like one? Death Stranding when it works? You just see some lights beaming and then like things appear out of nowhere. I mean, it's kind of like I mean, spider sorry, thread, right? Or, or like what, what do you? Okay, you put like a block of something. Yeah, so you have it's, it's filament, so it's like a, a spool of like this solid. Okay. It's PLA, I think. Um, and then it get, goes through a tube, and then it like superheats it, and then it uh, does it like layer by layer on this uh, just piece of paper or something like that. Okay. Um, and then just like builds it up from the bottom, from the ground up. Um, and you have to specify whether it's like a solid or if it's hollow or or whatnot. And gotcha. That's pretty but, neat. I mean, I know it's extremely neat. Um, yeah, I'd uh, love to see it in action one day. But. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, this one here like is very, very, very beginner level 3D printer. Um, it's got like some really stupid restrictions, which is why I probably stopped using it. Can't make boobs. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> like, what is the, what's the restriction? They're like, oh, you can't do like a certain height or like. No, so like you have to use like a very specific type of filament in order for it to work with this specific 3D printer. Um, and it's dumb because like the spools that you buy has have a chip in it, and the chip needs to register with the printer. But if the chip doesn't work properly, then so for example, like the the first spool that I had, um, it, this it's still got like a good amount left on it, but the chip on it says that it's completely gone. Oh, so no. therefore, I can't even like use the remainder of the. The, the, that the PLA yeah. to make anything. Seems like you need to jailbreak that thing. Yeah, I, maybe. I'm sure there might be a way. Yeah, that yeah. just seems like a headache, though. That's stupid to, like, oh, wow, it's like it's empty. No, I got a whole got a whole bunch of stuff left. Right. Oh, that's annoying. But I definitely want to make some cool things. If you guys want anything, maybe I'll make you something for Christmas. Ooh. <laughs> Not a bad idea. That's what my game plan was. I was like, I guess everybody's getting pictures for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just sending out wedding pictures. That's my plan. Hell yeah, the, that's <laughs> perfect. Little nah. trading cards for everybody. I was gonna, I was gonna send pictures of myself to you guys. Just make oh, yeah. Christmas cards of myself. <laughs> be pictures of I'll me and it. Tyler's basement. <laughs> um, I was actually planning on surprising Elena with like a fully done. Oh, tell her. She well, she listen? She's already making it. Uh, <laughs> so I was gonna, I was gonna do the wedding album. She's like already done, ordered it and shit. Oh, wow. um, so gonna have to think of something else. Mom, mom. So thanks for your concern. Ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of like trading cards, imagine how cool would it be if for, like the bridal party you just made like trading cards for everybody, and <laughs> those were kind of like gifts that you gave to everyone, <laughs> like with stats and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Coolness, party ability, <laughs> hair level. Why did you give me body slam? <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool idea. That's cool. I might steal it. Do it. I like it. Hey. When you got to get them, you know, in the plastic, like a good hologram Charizard. You oh, yeah. just have a flimsy mm. old card. Nope. Yeah. It's got to be foil. It's got to be yeah. foil in the yeah. collector's case. The best man's foiled. Yeah, he <laughs> is. Is that what you called those? What did you call the sleeves that you put them in that were hard? Just like protector cases. Yeah. Okay. Just like protect, no protector special sleeves. names. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they might, but I might be wrong. So, I, Kenny, what's up with you over in your new spot over there? What'd you do to get the demotion? You know, I, <laughs> I was over there. I told Tyler he sucked at Rocket League, and, you know. I do suck at Rocket League. <laughs> I was playing the other night with uh, Dan and Patty. They suck at Rocket League. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you you were carrying them. You were like, oh, yeah. You were well, like, we, we were playing uh, casual and destroying people. I mean, I was destroying people. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, let me clarify. And that. I'm like, all right, let's like, this, this is no competition. Put Pump it, it up. Put us in competitive. Let's see how we do. Oh god. And we lost every game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy how people really do 
pay attention to if you're in a casual or a competitive match, you know? Like, yeah. people have gotten in line and, like, are part of that nowadays, you know? I felt like mm-hmm. maybe back in the day it was a little bit more like, yeah, there's not too big of a difference, but nowadays... The mindset is just like... Whoa. Yeah, maybe the esports phenomenon has spurred that. I don't know. That's yeah. Trying to get that competitive Pokemon going on. Got to find my five six IV Ditto. Mm. Oh yeah, I've, I've been hearing about that shit. And oh I my ask god, you about it once we get to the mm-hmm. games we've been playing. Oh yeah, that's uh, um, but yeah, it's real. <laughs> so you're like what, sixty some hours into it now? Now, yeah, I think I'm. I border seventy. I'm like sixty nine hours now. Okay, well we are gonna get some hot off the presses impressions on the. Brand new Pokemon game, Pokemon Sword from Anthony Dort over here. Ooh. All right. I think it might be time to get into it. I mean, I think we're just sort of like, well, what else should we banter yeah, about before right. we talk about some games? I do have to say, I like your sweater a lot. Very My nice. Sweater. Very nice. Uh, like a good. I know. It's, I don't think it's It's not. I don't mean it as an offensive way to say it now because of everything that's happened with him, but it's a good Cosby sweater. <laughs> it's like a good Christmas sweater. It's like yeah. the opposite of an ugly sweater. Yeah, it's a good one. It's just yeah. a good sweater. It looks I good. I could see like nice. a nice little bit of. Pudding, pudding pops. Eat the pudding. <laughs> I said, did you, did you see this thing in the news where he's like, "That's racial injustice." And I touch those girls to see, and, it, and he's like trying to—he's he's crazy now. Bill Cosby's nuts. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be doing so well no. in the uh, <laughs> mental <laughs> facility department. Uh, you know that he's got a house up in Shelburne. Yeah, I didn't know. That. Wow, huh? Yeah, he's local. Damn. And, you know, they come, who knows? Maybe some of those acts took place there like have this drink real quick <laughs> <laughs> come on down to my house and shovel and frowses I'm so kids in the country I don't even know what's gonna come about us it's okay you can bring your script I know you're a writer sweetie <laughs> alright another song Rudy <laughs> get uh, the pudding pops and let's talk about the video games <laughs> I wish we had some pudding pops. Me too. But we are going to talk about some video games. <laughs> that works. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Pokemon Sword. What are your uh, beginning, middle, and end impressions? Oh, God. Um, Were you satisfied as a Pokemon fan? As a Pokemon fan, playing it, it was I mean, just like every time I sat down to play it, it was just like I, the first time I sat down to play it. Actually, I'm a great employee. I left work early the Friday it released on my lunch to go pick up the game I'd pre-ordered in Chicopee. Nice. So I picked it up, and I brought it back, and the good employee I was, since it was a slow Friday, I had my Switch. So I uh, cracked into it then, and I gotta say, starting it up, it was amazing, because it felt like I was playing Red and Blue again, because it's like a big... The Pokemon's been on handheld systems for years, and the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee that came out, what, like two years ago now? One year? Uh, one year, one year. That was like the first console, well, quote-unquote, first console Pokemon aside from Pokemon Coliseum or Stadium and all that. But uh, it was just like a glorified remake, and it was good, and they added stuff to it. Um, but uh, Sword and Shield, or Sword at least, has been phenomenal so far. It's just, you open it up, it's like the detail on like everything. For a Switch game, it's phenomenal. Like I know people were kind of like bitching about the graphics, and I can see like the, the trees in the wild area look like the trees from Majora's Mask. Ooh. But Majora's Mask is one of my favorite Nintendo games of all time. It is 19 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, other, like that looks fine. The outline, like, Pokemon are super nice in handheld mode, docked. It's great on the TV. It's insane to see, like, that level of detail. It sucks that not all, like, close to 1,000 Pokemon are in it, but it makes it easier for trying to complete the Pokedex, which I'm almost at. I'm 30 away now. I'm 370 out of 400. How many of those do you need to trade with shield people to get? Ah, uh, that's there's like a big handful. I, I think I only need about like five more uh, version specific. I have my other buddy Ryan, uh, who's playing with me. He's got shield, so we're trading the exclusives 
Oh, okay. I should have known that you already had a buddy that you were linked up with. Oh, yeah. I was like, I got to get these. I want to complete them. At first, I didn't know, like, when I was first starting to play, like, I usually don't really care about dex completion, but knowing that, I kind of like they really pulled the Pokemon in this one down to, like, a smaller pool. So, so it's not... actually manageable? Definitely. Yeah. And it's cool because right in, like, they have the new place, the wild area you go to, which you're introduced within the first hour of the game before you get your first badge. And the way that it happens, it's cool because you can't just go out and be like, I'm going to go catch a, like, level 70 a Steelix or something, because those will appear, or like a Machamp, um, they are restricted by the badges you get. So by the number of badges, uh, increases the max level of Pokemon you can catch in the wild. Oh, okay. That's how they do it. Interesting. And it's it's pretty cool how they do it, and the badges are, it's like, it's weird how it starts. I don't know what they were going to do with it, but it's like this cool little gold ring, and you get the little, like, pieces to fill it in, so you fill up a circle, and that's, once completed, is your, like, full gym challenge badge. Can you do, uh, can you make them... Can you fight and be viable against these people that might be 10 or 15 yeah, levels above you? That's one of the coolest parts is that if you feel like you have like a solid or you just want to like go and you do some of the like max raid battles that are in the area, you get this new uh, reward item in the game is EXP candies, which is like uh, step down or step up depending on what size it is from a rare candy. Mm-hmm. And that just gives a Pokemon a certain amount of experience. They have like five sizes, extra small, small, medium, large, and extra large. And each one of those gives them a different amount of experience. And you could just, like, straight power level. Like, if you're grinding a bunch of those raids, just throw them all into your starter or throw them all into one of your guys. Like, power them up enough. Start taking on guys in the field. You have EXP share from the start. So all your guys on your team are getting experience. On your team. And you don't have to, like, swap them in for two seconds and then swap them back out. Exactly. And you started off, like, other games, like, X and Y started it, where they would just give it to you in the beginning. Like, you'd go through, like, maybe, I don't know, the first, like, hour of it, get a couple Pokemon on your starter, then give you the XP share. This one, it's just straight up, like, you have it. It's, like, not mm. something that is an item in the game. I think you can turn it off and on, but I haven't really figured out how to do it, nor have I wanted to, because it's, like, it's just so much more manageable, mm. like, having everything. So you, um, I want you to explain a little bit more about what the raids are, because that's mm. a first in the series, right? Uh, yeah, I've been, and I've been loving it, too. It's, if you're connected, you can press Y at any time uh, to access this thing called the YCOM when you're in any part in the game. Um, Once you hit it, you go to this little menu where you can connect to um, the internet. You choose to connect. You have local connection if you're playing with people around you, or you can also hop online. And the online connection is um, you just have pretty much anybody online you can choose to do raid battles with. You can trade, which random trade, unless you have a room code. Um, If you, like, say if me and you were playing online and Mm -hmm. I'm home and you're at home, I have to text you be like, hey, Wiley, go online and put in this code for link trade, like, like eight five nine seven. Okay. Um, and we'd have to do it pretty much at the same time, or we wouldn't get linked up with each other. Because I could be like, probably three out of the five times I've connected online with my friend Ryan, we've gotten other people. Like it's just been like one time it was a random Japanese kid, another time it's just another random guy. Well, that's not great. It is a little weird. So you got to make sure you're trading with the right person. Because the first time I did it, I almost traded with somebody who I was like, oh crap, this isn't who I wanted to trade with. Well, that's so. Why can't do you set the passcode, or is it like yeah. A, Okay. But it's like you only have four digits max to choose from. Oh, just so, four digits? So, so not somebody even else letters? could have that same yeah, oh, wow. yeah, so like that you don't run into that issue it's in weird. I don't Bloodborne know why or Dark that. Souls yeah. because you make a very specific like you would do like WSUTB Club 428 mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, yeah, they definitely should expand on that, I think, to have a better, like a solid trading. I don't know. It, I, that, I mean, it boggles me. I don't know if it's like a server thing or what, but like just have a, oh, put a four-digit code in. But you could the literally anybody. Time and be like, all right, three, two, one, go. That's how we had to do it. I was like, ready? Okay. Go, and then I'd like enter it quick and put it, and then he would do it, and then huh. it'd work. But, I mean, it was it was good, though. When it worked, it worked. It was awesome. But 
uh, it was just very annoying to be like, okay, wait, wait, is this you? And then it, I'd have to like back out quick and see the person's name. Is that how you also would do it if we wanted to battle competitively? Competitively is a little easier because you can just be like, oh, okay, hey, like if it's me and you in the same room, we would just do local, which is way easier. But online, uh, I actually haven't battled online yet aside from raids, so I think it might be the same code. I think it might be like you have to put in the four-digit code to do it. I don't know why they wouldn't just be like, oh, hey, if someone's on your friends list, like, I don't know why you can't just directly. Yeah. Because you see them online. Like, you can see your friends in this little, uh, it's got a little, like, you know, when you play an online game, it's got, like, the refresh chat, like, World mm. of Warcraft on the left yeah, or, like, yeah. an MMO. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, that, but just instead of a chat, it's just icons of, like, people of trading, or it's, like, this guy's trading, or this guy just caught a certain oh, Pokemon. Really? And is that always active? Mm-hmm. That's Whenever cool. you're online, or even for you, like if you're just in the wild area, it'll just say, "Oh, your trainer's name," and then the little icon with like, "You got a Pokemon. You saw something in a raid." Oh, so does it do that with other players that you aren't friends with as well? Like yes. A, oh, really? So yeah. it'd be like, you know, Jimbo forty eight caught a Onyx or something might pop up. Yeah, just like right on the left, but it's cool because it's condensed. It's just a little square. It looks like a speech bubble with like a little graphic with like a little guy doing this with like a Gyarados. Huh. He caught it or. Hmm specifically or like uh, just like a battle or whatever but it's cool to like no it's like oh these people are doing it and other trainers actually show up um as npcs but you can see moving around and you can talk to them and they give you food ingredients for another new mechanic uh cooking you make curry at your little pokemon camp so you can camp it anywhere now huh so okay what was i going to ask about it was about when you are uh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. That's okay. No, like the um, I know another thing about the the raid battles too. It's really cool because you. It's also a little bit random. I just wish there was a little bit more, uh, like solid connectivity because it always kind of feels like okay, if you aren't in by this certain time, like even if we are playing together, we might not be able to battle. Um, when you go into a raid, you can click on one of the dens. They'll have uh, it's like these little rock formations, and they'll either be like a big red beam of light or a big purple beam. Which purple beam is like oh, it's five stars. This is a hard Pokemon or a super rare one. And uh, you go in, you click either uh, ask others to join, don't join others, or switch Pokemon. So you can default to the first guy in your party, or you can go into your box or your party and choose a different guy if you want. And you choose them from there, and then you hit, if you are online and you want others to join, you click uh, have others join. You're already set. It's like the bleeder. Um, then you just, it gives you, a, I think, a max time of three minutes to connect. So it like just waits for three minutes for other people who are out looking for raid battles, mm-hmm. or we'll see that you're looking for a raid battle and can check. Be like, oh, I want to join. So they'll pop in, or if you have a friend who's playing, just be like, oh, look at the uh, refreshing because the Ycom has a little screen almost in line with the chat that uh, refreshes that'll say, hey, I'm doing a raid battle, or hey, I'm looking to trade. So okay. they can join that way. So um, for a Nintendo game, is it pretty well implemented, or is it like does it feel like oh man, this is so much less functional than it should be? It's it's well implemented, definitely for a Pokemon game. It's just new. Um, I think the rooms have a lot. Like I would definitely like to see a little bit more stable, kind of like okay, I want to connect with you, or I want to connect with you. Like can I just check like my friend, or like enter their mm. friend code, or choose their profile? Like hey, I want a, this specific person. Yeah. It sounds, like a, sounds a lot like how like DBZ fighter, yeah. Fighters was yep, the at the, at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was pretty random. Uh, tiresome. That was bad, yeah, because what did you have to do? You had to find a random server or like a specific server you wanted to be like, okay, yep. oh yeah, connect it. That's right, because we were doing it even in the beta. It's like, okay, connect to this. Okay, wait, are you in the lobby? No. Okay, let me go back out. Let me choose like the second one. Right, yeah. But it's kind of like that. Um, so when I was a kid and I would play these Pokemon games over and over again, the appeal to me was that I would start a new game and I would try a new squad. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, be like, okay, I'm going to, you know, give this Nidoking King a fair shot and see if he's like a viable Pokemon. How do you do that 
what like what keeps you wanting to experiment in the game like what's the content that brings you back uh is it the wild area is it specifically the raids is it yeah um, pretty much been all 400 i mean i I know there's that (laughs) That, too but the shiny charm besides the gotta catch them all aspects Mm -hmm. what's the post game how does it keep you coming back? Definitely the wild area because it changes every day. There's different Pokemon that are in it. I mean, it's, the first is that they're popping up in the Oval World, like Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, but there's Pokemon from all generations, just like patches of grass that pop up. You can see them. Um, and there's certain special ones that'll pop up with like a yellow aura around them that the Pokemon themselves have dubbed brilliant Pokemon. And if you go and fight them, you can either knock them out or catch them. Um, which is recommended. Don't really want to run away from them because they have higher stats or at least have at least one guaranteed perfect stat. And like this goes into competitive territory like EVs and IVs. Values yeah, I was Pokemon. Maybe we we'll save that for another yeah, time. Yeah, that's like that's a whole that's a <laughs> yeah. whole thing. Like it's it's crazy how in depth it was, which was always kind of like keeping me away from it. But it's cool now. I feel like that I've studied or watched the you know some videos and done some research. I know I have like like a little grasp of it, but. Those are cool. You can find them in the wild anywhere now randomly. Um, but the more of those you knock out, the more you'll have a chance of finding that kind of Pokemon as a shiny in the wild, which is neat. What's a um, shiny? They're just like an off-color Pokemon that have no difference in stats or whatever. It's just a different color. So and people just a are different wild. skin. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rarer. Yeah. And do they have like an event thing pop up when you start the game? Like there are, you know, Ninetales is appearing in this area today. I like that a lot. I think that's what they should do is more like start – and kind of incorporate like the game services kind of deal with this since yeah. it's live. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're starting to do ranked online battles. I'm not sure if that's already a thing or they're putting that in, but definitely the wild area has had me coming back. Cause you can do raids anytime you want. You can get these little things called wishing pieces in the game to throw into Pokemon dens to force a raid to happen. So you'll spawn a Pokemon if there's none that are around like in the raid den to like, oh hey, let's you know let's get together and raid. Or if you just want to grind for materials. Okay, now I'm getting kind of into the nitty-gritty here, but do you know if when you're running into Pokemon in the wild area, if the pool of Pokemon is the same as other players? You said it switches on a daily basis. I think it depends on the date that you're playing on. You know, a lot of you're playing on, like, the same date as everybody else because you can go in and manually change the clock. Oh. Because the weather changes in the wild area, and depending on what the weather is, is different Pokemon will spawn. Gotcha. Okay. So it seems like you can game it a little bit. You maybe you don't yeah. have to like, oh, I can't get this Pokemon because I missed it on Tuesday. Exactly. But I don't know if there's a penalty to it. That's the only thing that sketches me out because I don't think anybody in the community knows if there's a penalty to going in and like moving the system clock back and forth yet. So I don't know if they would, but I should have like a Mr. Rossetti type come and yell at you. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, it's been I definitely because remember like earlier in the year um, when it be Ultra Sun or no Ultra Moon. Um, I think I put it down like almost immediately after I beat it because I was like, oh, I want to beat it. The post game was, I think I'm still going through that post game, but it just wasn't like, oh, yeah, you can go catch the Ultra Beast now. And I was like, oh, whatever. But So sounds like you're pretty uh, pretty stoked on it. Oh, yeah. I am very much enjoying it. I'm very sad because I know that it's going to run out soon on me. I'm going to. I know. What are you going to do once you die. hit the 400? Oh, it's, I don't know. I'm probably going to start tr- like being like, that's oh, okay. You can shiny breed. You can try to get your competitive team going, and then I'm not going to do anything with it. Mm. And then I'll probably just ground from there but i'd like to do competitive i think it'd be fun i like pokemon so you'll probably be at the what that you said you're at hour 70 ish you'll probably be at hour 80 mm-hmm. something or 90 by the time you get the 400 probably yeah i mean you can't complain with that no it's it, i got my miles out of it yeah. it just sucked because the post game content was like here's your one little quest and you can do a couple other little things but i'd beaten the main campaign in like 39 hours and that was with going and exploring everything 
Does it let you uh, have multiple save files? Nope. That's the only thing that sucks. Dude, yeah. why? Same thing with other Pokemon yep. games. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like I would always be like, you know, I get, I got used to it after yeah. a while. Yep, exactly. Because <laughs> I literally one... beat Pokemon Yellow, I think, a dozen times mm-hmm. as a kid. Because that's what sucks about having to like. It sucks, but like also you're like, okay, I have my high level Pokemon, but now I can go back and kind of experiment with a different team in raid battles or like the battle tower is an extra place to battle with guys you can register or you can do the gym challenge, not the gym challenge, but the ending tournament, which is like a series of four battles mm-hmm. as many times as you want. I guess you could make a new switch profile. That's true. You could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's very true. Gotcha, Nintendo. Pokemon hey. company. <laughs> that's yeah. how people are cheesing it for different uh, for shinies for Masuda methods. I think they're I think they have to get a second console though and change it to like a different language and then play up to where they can get a ditto and then trade it. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, I think now I think they also have an additional incentive for like the what what is it the Pokemon Home? Yeah. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. So if you did want to like keep all your Pokemon, throw them all into Pokemon Home and start a new game, and yeah, oh, they are offering that. I think I think they do. I think right? that's good because it's basically going to be like the way they're advertising it hasn't dropped yet. It's like there's Pokemon Bank for years on the handheld with the DS, but now I think they're going to retire that, and then Pokemon Home is going to be the new Pokemon Bank, the Switch. Gotcha. Well, my understanding is that they're all going to connect. Like, so oh, really? Pokemon Bank will connect with the Home because that's the way for you to port over good the <laughs> games from the DS, like the Pokemon that you have on your 3DS, right. over into the Switch once they start allowing the. You know, older Pokemon that and into the new Switch version. For sure, I, I really hope, and I think so because I think there's people yeah, that have found like Mewtwo's data already in the game and like other. Pokemon. Yeah, so they're gonna start allowing it. So that's the whole thing with the home, like mm. you know, so the Pokemon Bank is gonna be able to. You're gonna be able to link it, so you'll have to log in with the same um, Nintendo account that you have the Switch on the 3DS on the bank on, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that is, because I have mine on my th- on my 2DS. Okay. And I have like 500 Pokemon in them. I'm pretty sure I have like yeah. almost all the older ones. From, I've got a boatload you know, in mine. I think I even have almost all the legendaries mm-hmm. in my in my bank because luckily sometimes I, you know, I was the guy sending out a lot of magic carps in the wonder trade. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> and Again, I've, I've met up with so many of you guys already because I have that same thing, but now you can put it in the background and do it while you play, which makes it easier, but I'm just getting squirrels. I'm getting magic carps. You know. I'm getting... I got one. I got the water starter, which was really cool from some very nice person. But yeah, that was me. I'm part of that community that sends out the magic carp mm-hmm. when I get something really good. And they get <laughs> my shitty magic carp in return. The karma <laughs> just it sucks. I'm like, oh, I want something cool, but then I infect it with Pokerus and send it back out to have somebody else have fun. <laughs> That's nice. good. Really making me want to pick it up. I don't know. It's great, man. I mean, it's, it's definitely if you want a nice like 40 hour something to bring you, you know, a little nostalgia. It's a really good Japanese turn based RPG with little cool monsters you catch and fight. I hear the music's good too. The music is actually pretty good. Yeah, I'm I hear, a fan. I heard on one podcast they said that it ripped. It, I don't know. I, I don't know if it rips, but it's like pretty good. The gym okay. music is sweet. It's really it's got this little nice uh, like when you're in the last Pokemon of like the gym leader, like you got him down to the last guy. Uh, that's when they Gigantamax. So you go into the big stadium and they make their Pokemon huge, but then the crowd starts like joining into the song. So like ah, oh, that's ah. So it's just like, oh, it's like a, like like almost a whole soccer field. Yeah, so exactly. You know how, it's like, like it's supposed to emulate like a big mm-hmm. soccer field is where the all the gyms are. You go through the little gym challenge, which is basically when you would walk into gyms in older Pokemon games. That little journey you would make like up the stairs or whatever to get to the gym leader and to you get fight to the like guys. the platform that would be like a taekwondo exactly, area or yeah. something. You have a whole yeah, yeah. challenge to do like the first one, the first gym. Um, it's just like you heard sheep or the Wooloo, the little sheep Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So you just like have to walk. Basically, it's just a straight line where you have to make sure that you can herd him into like the goal area without the little uh, dog corgi Pokemon trying to like chase him away. You know, like, get out of here. And then you fight trainers along the way. Oh, okay. It's neat. Cool. It's well, very fun. 
you weren't here last week, and you made up for it this week oh, with yeah. those hot, hot impressions. Those hot Pokemon teeps. Those hot cakes. Um, I mean, and now we're going to be moving on. I want to hear from Kenny, who's been the uh, Mr. Ambassador over here, <laughs> who has access to the beta of xCloud, the new streaming service coming to platforms everywhere. It's the Microsoft thing. It's the, the Stadia killer is what they're... Calling it. I think Stadia is going to kill itself. I don't think we have to worry about anything <laughs> killing Stadia. So uh, I know you hopped into a couple different games. Uh, tell me about your experiences. So I definitely jumped in. I was like, you know, yesterday I was at home and I was like, shit. You know, like I have, I've been playing on the Xbox the last couple of nights since my controller broke. And one of my buddies was like, listen, I could barely hear you with that cheap controller that you bought. Like it must not be connecting well to your mic mm. so I was like you know what I'm just gonna go pick up a new controller so I went last night picked up a new controller and I'm like wait a second this is this is a new controller so it has the bluetooth capability so I'm like let me finally get into the xcloud you know so I downloaded it and I started checking what games it had available and it had quite a few like and I was like really like it has Borderlands 1, um, 2 and the pre-sequel on it Gears 5 um, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night So I was like You know let me try Two completely different Like sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. So I was like Let me try Bloodstained first And Looked great Like honestly Like I was like Wow is this This really- is on your Samsung um, S10 or- S10 plus yep. Okay I was playing it on my Samsung S10 plus And honestly I was sitting there And I was like This game looks Very amazing On the phone Like and it was full stream Like it gives you Like this little Like it tells you Like it goes through This load sc- screen um, Screen and it's like, oh, I'm setting up stream, connecting, and then starts the game up. And like on the top right, it'll tell you, you know, it'll give you like a little icon letting you know what, how's your connection going and stuff like that. And Bloodstain played pretty good. Like you could tell there was some input lag at times, you know. Um, but for something that's in beta, it didn't seem like they, it had too many, too many um, bugs to it. Okay. But, um... I will say that it felt kind of like I was very confused. Like, was like I understand this in the beta, but I am curious as to see how it would work. Like, can you party up, party, party up? You know, with some with one of my friends. You know, that's maybe at home playing on their console, and I'm on my phone playing it at you know wherever I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know, normally it's with instincts. Pressing the Xbox button in the middle of the controller, you know, that brings up my menu, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, what it did was just throw me at to my home of my phone. Oh, so I was like, okay, mm, what's you know what did I do shot here? to the system? Yeah, so I was like, okay, I put, I'm like, let me figure this out. Brought it back up, right? <laughs> and um, so then I was like, all right, how do I exit the game and get back to the catalog? So then I saw the little X on the top left corner, exit the game. So I was like, you know, I played like I want to say at least twenty minutes of Bloodstain real quick. I was that first boss. No, <laughs> it's kind of tough. <laughs> but I was, I was running around exploring the map a little bit, and I was like, okay, this it feels good. It felt good, and with Bloodstained, it I, it really worked. I feel because Bloodstained, you know, being two like a two and a half D, you know, game, mm-hmm. um, it looked very well, and it wasn't too much. It wasn't overwhelming on the on my screen playing it. Then I went and played Gears Five okay. after I exited Bloodstained, and. I decided I wasn't going to just do campaign. I said, if we're really testing this before, you know, the recording. Yeah. Let's hop in a multiplayer match mm-hmm. through xCloud. Jumped in and it was very overwhelming. Really? Because my screen's not that big. Well, you know, even though the screen is pretty big on an S10 Plus. Mm-hmm. 
not big enough for at least for me. Maybe some other people might might have no issues with it. How far away were you playing it? I was um, I would like to say about how far the white claw is from Tyler. Okay, so about, about three feet for the about, audio listeners. Yeah, about yeah. three feet. So from yeah, where you're sitting, yeah, like two, two feet. feet. Oh, two okay. feet. So about that that distance, you mm-hmm. know, I had it propped up right in front of me on a chair. Okay. That the chair, and I was sitting down. The chair was like almost like one of my one of those high high chairs, so it was kind of almost eye level. Um, and honestly, like I really at times couldn't even tell who was my teammate and who was the enemy. But how was the performance? Very well. It no almost no lag on screen lag. There was some input lag still on with with that game as well. Okay. But we're talking about an online multiplayer match of King of the Hill. Where people are throwing grenades, shotgunning, using lancers. What are they not doing at one at, at all at all points in time? And the input lag was very minor. Like you know, at times it did feel like wow, like that should I should have caught that person with the shotgun, and I didn't. You know, like mm. type thing. But it was still played very smoothly. And but I was very I was pretty much in the same room as as my Wi-Fi connection. So I wasn't too far away. So I didn't. I feel like I didn't put too much stress on the connection. Mm-hmm. You know, I, maybe I'll try it again and be like five, six rooms away from my Wi-Fi to see how how it plays at that point. You know, but I was extremely close. So the connection was like full bars on my Wi-Fi. You have to play it on Wi-Fi. No, or? you could play with data. So, but I have a T-Mobile connection, <laughs> and mm-hmm. in my house, we connection. If it's not Verizon or AT and T, the connection sucks at my house. For any any service carrier that's not those two, so I might attempt it off Wi-Fi as well to see how it works. Because when you sign up for the for the beta, you have to literally tell them what service provider you have, and they'll verify. They verify, oh, you have T-Mobile, and they'll go push you push you put through put you through like this um, verification that you have that your provider is T-Mobile. You provide your phone number. They they um, authenticate it with T-Mobile. Make sure that you have T-Mobile. Why because, do they care? Because they want to. Um, they want to check how it works across every oh. different different carriers. Okay, fair enough. So they're they're really collecting data on almost everything. Okay. So um, I had a question. So you have played some Gears Five on Xbox, so you had some progression in the multiplayer. Yep. Did that carry right over to when you were playing on XCloud? Yep. Okay. So it literally logs me in, like logged in with my profile and picked right back up to the point where I was already one one rank away from gaining an achievement. Um, gaining the reach sergeant rank mm-hmm. achievement, and I gained it while playing on the on the phone, the XCloud. So I actually, and I gained an achievement, one of the early achievements in um, Bloodstained, one of, I think the first one from opening the chest or something, one of those achievements. Mm-hmm. So I gained that one, and it actually registers with my regular profile on the Xbox. You nice, know? that's so, impressive. Yeah. Um, and I know that this is still in beta. It's still like a, an invite only beta. Um, no release on, or no. Doesn't have a release date at this point, no. I don't think, right? And I'm and I feel as though the beta is kind of like pretty liberal into letting you try and letting you sign up, and you'll just get picked within a couple weeks. And the game of the and the games that you have access to, do you have to be a Game Pass subscriber? I'm believing you don't have to be because it's a beta. So you know, I feel like it would suck if you're in here and you're they're collecting the data off of you playing. Yeah, I feel as I, so I can't confirm it because I am a Game Pass user. Right. Um, user. It'd be interesting, like, if, you know, Anthony, uh, do you have Game Pass? I had it. I have to reset it. So, it would be interesting if you got picked, right, Mm -hmm. to see if you're allowed to play the same games I'm allowed to play without having Game Pass. Because, you know, I I would assume, I would hope that they allow you to play it because they're collecting all this data to make their 
their app better. How many games were on it? From what I saw, there was um, at least 25 games. Okay. You know, from, I was just quickly going through the list. So I saw games like Absober, Absober. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the uh, Bloodstains. I saw Gears. So it wasn't the full library? It was like a I, I, no. I saw like a yeah. select, yeah, select few. Um, I saw I saw some. I definitely was caught off guard with like games like Gears and Borderlands, which I felt like game that are games that can get very frantic on screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if so, if you're gonna be streaming it and on a small screen, how I was like, how is this gonna work? You know. Right. I mean, but the, you know, the future obviously is that you won't just be limited to your phone, and you know, you could be the tablet, the, like yeah, tablet. The TV is the mm-hmm. someday, but why would you at this point with the latency and everything? And it's why Stadia is gonna fail and yada yada. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for your xCloud impressions. Uh, Tyler, I know you finally got on the uh, Game Pass train yep. through your PC. Yep, and I started to download a couple games um, just to give it a whirl. Download. I played like Ape Out for like maybe an hour. Good game. Um, that was pretty cool. Did you get to um, the uh, level with your, where you're going down the building? No. No? Okay. No. That's the best one. <laughs> um, Ape Out, I just downloaded Kingdom Come um, Deliverance. I'm going to try that out. Um, and I played maybe like an hour, hour and a half of, um, what was it called? Red Strings Club? Red Strings Club, a Devolver digital game. Uh, very heavily narrative driven. Um, There's like Wolf Among Us, uh, Walking no, Dead. No, not really. Um, it just has like these random mechanics. It just starts you off like in a bar and you have to pour a drink in order to like fill somebody's like uh pride um like anger and then there's like some other characteristic and then a robot comes crashing in and this guy plugs himself into the robot and now you're the now all of a sudden you're this robot um kind of retracing the memories of this robot and what's the aesthetic um uh it's like cyberpunk okay <laughs> yep um and like graphical style is it like two 2d visual novel sort of um no not not really i mean it's a typical kind of like 2d two like devolved devolver digital like 2d kind of like pixelated okay um like art style gotcha um with just like a lot of narrative i mean think of like um the they made the messenger right um well no they didn't make it they like no, and I know Devolver has a very distinct sort of flair, but they actually published the games, and you probably knew that. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, but they do definitely have a, a distinct look, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time I see their name, I'm always like, all right, I, I want to see what this game's about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they've definitely built a pedigree of finding cool talent and uh, making cool games, um, or helping the world see these games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, right right now I'm at the point where I'm making these like molds that like are modules that you put inside of people to like make them happier in life. And these people are coming in and like like uh like clothes lines. Like one person comes in and it's like, Oh, uh my I had this really great idea, but I don't have any investors to but nobody nobody's buying, I can't get any investors. And then you have an option to like build all these like molds that'll like give them like more persuasion ability in their life or you can you can kind of go like two ways um you can give them make them more persuasive so they might be able to like persuade people to finance their things um or you might be able to go to the other route and say 
oh well this person loses all the need for like greed and power and stuff like that um, so controlling people's fates, like yeah, depending on like, oh, um, I don't like this person. They're gonna not do what they want to do, right? But it seems like there is like a clear narrative direction for like how it wants you to play. Because mm. um, I think for the first time, like I gave the guy the the persuasion to be able to get investors, and he comes back and he's like, oh well, is he really gonna be happy that way? And it's like, okay, well now I have to give him the the lose all the need to for greed and power. And you play as a bartender essentially. Uh, well, no. Is that only the beginning? Yeah, that was okay. So I was just imagining that you were just pouring these drinks and changing all the traits of the characters based on what you were. That's a good idea, though. (laughs) No, yeah. It seems (laughs) it seems like you you play as multiple different characters throughout it. Um, You like the writing? Yeah, so far it seems it's pretty interesting. Funny. Um, yeah, it's a little witty. It's a little more serious though. Um, but I'm enjoying it so far. Sounds interesting. I don't think that's on Game Pass for Xbox, although I'm not sure. Which one? Which the one? Red Strings Club. I mean, it came it came out earlier this year. Um, no, I haven't. I haven't noticed it on the Game Pass collection, no. Um, but yeah, so that's on the PC Game Pass, which Tyler is now on. Hooray! Got it for three yeah. months for a dollar. Yeah, nice. for a dollar. We'll yeah. see how it goes after that. Um, all right. Anything else before I talk a little bit about that? You know, Death Stranding. <sighs> More Death Stranding. Yeah, I got to Tyler. I got uh. to. Did you guys talk about weeks. it last week? <laughs> well, it's a game I've been playing for three weeks. It's mm. 50 hours long. Um, I finally rolled credits. I loved my time with it for the most part. The third act is like um, drastically differently paced than the rest of the game. It becomes a little bit more of a classic Kojima joint as you're getting you know, uh, more of a frequency of cutscenes. Uh, the story is getting a little bit more out there, as you may or may not have expected. Um, but for me, the sweet spot of the game really became was maybe the 30 to 40 hour mark where I felt like I knew all the mechanics, where I was really familiar with building structures and making my way across the map in a really uh, you know smart way and using the environment to my advantage and knowing just where to put this zipline and i think maybe i don't know if i had experienced a zipline when i talked about this game last but like you build these ziplines that are pretty gigantic and like you can uh or they're not gigantic they're big you (laughs) you hook yourself onto them and you could shoot yourself right up a mountain um and so sometimes you'll find one but there's nothing connecting to it and you're like okay well wouldn't it be great if i could get from point a to point b really fast uh, it's going to build up my bridge link. I'm going to get a bunch of likes. So I'm going to put it over here. And lo and behold, if it's useful, you'll get a bunch of likes. Feels good. You get to go back to it and just zip across this really rugged terrain. They make it look really cinematic and cool. So I like the zip lines were a big highlight for the middle portion of the game for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. It was just linking up these. And those are like, how big would you say like, you can travel with them? Um, like. Uh, three to four hundred meters, depending on the level, um, which is um, like, is there a limit for like how long they can travel? Yes, there is definitely a limit. Yes, you just like shoot it out. So just, <laughs> that like, would break. That them. would break the game if there was <laughs> yeah. not a limit. That'd be sick. That yeah. would be sick. But do you like? How do you set it up? Do you just like aim and shoot like a rope? Uh, no, you have this one device called the PCC. The which, wow, well, I can't think of what it stands for now. But you're allowed to portable. Portable something constructor, I don't know. But you construct all these different types of uh, 
objects, uh, whether that's a timefall shelter where you get protection from the rain, uh, where you can also pass time. Mm. You can set up an item box. And as I was discussed, like mentioning earlier in the episode, I was like, hmm, is that how a 3D printer works? It kind of just materializes. Uh, mm -hmm. It takes like 20 seconds, and then eventually it'll be just done. And then you hook onto it. And then the first time I read one, I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Because as everything in this game, like the animations are excellent, and there's a lot of attention to detail. And it can like look like a cutscene, even though it's just gameplay. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that really never got old for me. Um, the ending, I don't want to spoil anything, and I won't, but like, it goes off the walls, and there's parts of it where I was loving it, where there was like a really great monologue uh, between, or, or like, and good character development, which you know is can be hit or miss uh, overall in in the course of the game. But there there are some really high highs, and there's some really cringeworthy and uh, disappointing beats later on in the game it's extremely self-indulgent i thought i was done with the game last night at 11 o'clock i was still playing at one o'clock <laughs> <laughs> um so it's one of those it's got kind of that lord of the rings return of the king ending uh where you think it's over eight times but can't recommend well actually that's not true i think you should look up the game and if you think it's interesting even at all give it a shot because it it's might be my game of the year. I'm gonna to have to do some reevaluating and some soul searching before I give it that mantle. But I'm gonna go home and play more because you still have more to do. I do. Oh, yes. Wow. I, that, that's all I'm gonna say. So, from my understanding, there's a secret door that you have to find in post game. Have you found it yet? I just beat it last night. Oh, Kenny, so don't. No. <laughs> I just. I just mean like, does it pop up? Like, is there a quest that tells you go oh, go find no this so like, room or? I will say that. When I was done, it was like there was still a narrative thing left to do. Mm, okay. uh, and this is after the credits have rolled. And I don't want to say anything more. No, I definitely. Think, yeah. You know, I'm definitely going to come back and revisit the game. But so much has come out and so much has kind of like piled on my plate with Star Wars, the, uh, the you know, um, the, Fallen, the Jedi Fallen Order, things like that. I, even though I, I haven't talked about that, but I want to play more. So maybe next week I'll talk about that. Okay, game. I was about to say, you know, Kenny, this is your time. I know. <laughs> no, no, not, not enough yet. Not enough gameplay in. We are an hour in. I don't know. No, I, no, we're not an hour in, but it's probably getting close. <laughs> yeah, okay. the, I believe we're about 35, almost 40 minutes in. Oh, well, that's much different than an hour. Yeah. But anyway, I think that wraps up what we've been playing for the week. Time to move in. Four, two, three, one. <laughs> <laughs> we were just discussing before the show that we really need to make some type of like recording jingle that we don't have to make Tyler sing Cruising for News in every <laughs> week. I mean, I don't mind. Make those noises with your mouth. It's good stress relief. What do you think, Tyler? Maybe we do some, some outtakes tomorrow? Maybe. We'll try to, in the morning? It. Okay, it's, it's more the graphics that I'm worried about. Like I can I can record as many as I want, <laughs> just exactly. having something visually appealing to throw along with you it. You can do like a little stop motion. We can do like a little stop motion, like you have a little puppet, like, a, like here's a car. Oh, you know, maybe we, maybe we can mess around with something I'll like that. I also have some, some footage of me backing out of my driveway. Yeah, and just get really <laughs> chop cut. This is good. Let's, let's go pick up a, a toy car that resembles exactly your 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 car. So we like you, we got the footage of you backing up, and then we got the car on a string, just kind of get around. <laughs> Maybe just, we'll just record your car stationary in the driveway, and then we'll walk by it. <laughs> Easiest way, and you save games. I like nice. it. I like it. All right, it's cruising for a news, and we're gonna talk about what's been happening in the video game world. Uh, not a whole lot this week. It's 
the end of the year, people are getting ready for the holidays and the turkeys and the Christmas trees, and they're just letting things be as they are. But we found some stuff for you. You know, I never uh, really realized how expensive the holidays are until it gets to like end of November, know. beginning of December, and I'm like, rough. I gonna be able to pay rent or do I buy Christmas presents? Yeah, and then yeah, I hear you, man. Yeah. I'm going through some financial stuff myself. That's true. I know I can't really say anything compared to. Oh, it's not that yeah. bad, but but I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. We're all in it together. Yeah. Um, all right. So the Pokemon Company. We already talked about Pokemon for 20 minutes. Now we're going to do it a little bit more. Um, this is via Kotaku. As reported by Forbes, in an attempt to track down and punish those responsible for the leaks. This is all about <laughs> leaks that were caused pretty big headaches for them, I would say. Uh, the Pokemon Company hired outside forensic es- experts who were able to identify four Discord users, one of whom was the actual source. The other three were helping them disseminate the images on places like 4chan and Reddit. While their Discord usernames have been discovered, the Pokemon Company doesn't know who these people actually are, and so have gone to the U.S. District Court in Seattle in an attempt to get hold of information from Discord and 4chan wow. that could help in tracking them down. <sighs> Damn. The leaked images in question, of which were around a dozen, were photographs taken of the game's strategy guide. And then this is which came out today. I pre-ordered it on Amazon. It's I beat the crap out of the game. I'm getting it in today in the mail. It's like I already know all these strats. <laughs> yeah, man. that's beats the purpose. Yeah. Imagine being some kid on 4chan and you see some leaks or see some images of a game you're excited about, and you post them on Reddit. And three weeks later, the Pokemon company is trying to serve you as a peanut. Yeah, that's that's kind of funny. <laughs> While we're on the subject, but I doubt it was as innocent as that. As that. They probably knew that they were, shouldn't have been posting it, but who knows? Oh, of course. They're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. While we're on the subject, if you've been... Uh, I thought this was an interesting aside um, about the security of the secure, of the strategy guides. Mm-hmm. While we're on the subject, if you've ever wondered about the secretive conditions strategy guide companies have to work under to try and avoid leaks like this, check out... This excerpt from the case. Prior to the release of Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield, information about the game's content was treated with the utmost secrecy. For example, TPCI performed background checks on employees, stored game content files on secure computers, restricted access to game working files to a limited number of individuals who could only gain access to files by entering a username and password, allowed those individuals to transfer game files using only secured methods, used digital measures to trace and mark files to prevent authorized access, and required user, users with access to game files to sign non-disclosure agreements. Wow. Um, and then it goes on. These measures also apply to the strategy guide. In addition, TPCI requires contractors who work on the strategy guide to sign... And this just saying what I just said. Yeah. It's pretty much like, yeah, they have to sign non-disclosure agreements, but the vendors, the people that are selling it, uh, or people involved in the printing process, they have to have permissions to print the physical copies, rather than being like, oh, here's the files for, like, here's the PDFs of all the Pokemon. I guess it just shows that where there's a will, there's a way, it's mm-hmm. going to get out. If it's going to get out, it's going to get out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so what are the things, like, in question that they're going after these Discord users <laughs> it's probably honestly just like a couple of pictures people snapped of like or maybe even like the pdf files like it was a leaked somehow from like the strategy guide because monster hunter 3 way back in the 3ds when i bought it and i was like oh yeah when strategy guides were still like a i mean i don't think they're still a big thing anymore and i'm really upset because i love strategy guides not the beats by a new game with like a big fat book you can read while you also poop um mm-hmm. but i guess now with the switching to play the game while you poop um, <laughs> but they so- uh they gave you the digital strategy guide for that. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a PDF you download, you put a code. So maybe it was just like literally like 
someone posted on the 4chan thread and was like, hey, here's a link to like my media fire link that'll yeah, go down yeah. in 30 days of like Pokemon Sword and Shield full strategy. So it seems like it's a, it seems like it's more of an issue because it's probably somebody from the strategy guide team that leaked it. I do want to just I. I did miss this part. So physical copies of the strategy guide are stored in secure locations under tarps and individuals with access to the printed guides are not permitted to bring cell phones or cameras into the areas where the strategy guides are stored. That's nuts. That's kind of cool. That is really cool. Lockdown. Yeah. So we need to pat you down before you enter this. You know, come on. Yeah. You know, what's funny is that this reminds me of when I used to work on security. So I, I, I was placed to do um, shift as a shift supervisor while they were printing at one of the local printing places that printed out the Walmart Black Friday ads. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Like, so you had to, like, check them. Like, they literally couldn't. They were like, you can't let not one person walk out with an ad. Like, this can't get leaked because (laughs) they were printing it. I want to say Black Friday, you know, right, is this weekend. Mm -hmm. They were printing and making these ads in September. Yeah, and uh, so like you were early. like you were there, and you like people would come in, and you'd have to cell phones. They'd have to check it in with you, like all this extra extra stuff. And as 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 they were like, you would walk around and make sure, and like you'd have like all these cameras that you'd have somebody stationed watching the cameras, seeing like every like movement that they make, like seeing if they're trying to pocket like a sheet of the Black Friday ad into their pants <laughs> or something. Crazy. So you, if they were acting sketchy, we'd have to pull them and be like, "Yo, so did you ever catch somebody with a?" Pocket full of deals. I didn't. I didn't. No. So, and I didn't hear anybody, any any other supervisor that catch anybody out either on the other shifts. So what though? Like, what's the what's the point? What's the they can't big deal? Yeah. The deal, Tyler, is that people aren't going to buy that eight hundred dollar TV if they know it's going to be three hundred in two months. Yeah, I guess. But... Yep. Like because I I feel as though Walmart it's like oh you know it's going to drive down on our current sales because people are going to just wait out for you know. Black Friday and things like that, but also at least for us, because we were tasked with it, if we fucked up and there was leaks and it came from the printing place we were doing it, we on the on the place I was working, I would lose the contract for that for uh, that job. Right, Did right, you right. personally have to avert your eyes when you were like around them? So, I per- personally, me, I didn't get to see that, like oh. because we were <laughs> they're under tarps. <laughs> you know, we were at our stations like we were able to watch through cameras like the workers but we personally could not see the go see the ads either you know mm. as they were getting printed so the people there like saw it like workers but we didn't because mm. we were at like the gates like the checking like the entering like for their shift gates and stuff like that interesting that's wild i can't believe that's that's a lot of security for i mean especially for like a video game strategy guide yeah i mean it's, uh, I guess it's necessary these days mm-hmm. when anybody with a phone can blow it up. I'm also really glad that Pokemon Company saved, they saved a lot of stuff that you just discovered in the game, too. Like, they gave a couple Pokemon away, but most of the Pokemon I ran into, like, I didn't see in trailers and stuff, and I was like, oh, it's so cool. How many of them are new? There's, I don't know the exact number, but there's a pretty decent amount of, like, brand new, like, new to this gen Pokemon. So it's, they've gotten away from the like it's 150 each time exactly yeah so it's like mm-hmm. now it's like maybe more so 80 like gotcha. there's an existing evolution to one that's already been out or right, right. a baby mm-hmm. like a pre-evolution word uh speaking of black friday i know anthony you added this story you want to run through some of these deals that you found notable sure we have uh it looks like the europe nintendo store the nintendo eShop in europe or at least these deals or these following deals that i've listed um and so, earlier in the week and you think these are also going to be on the u.s i think shop? there's a good chance that if they're not the same ones at least they'll discount them for sure like on the shop hopefully maybe in stores too um 
but the sale includes uh, classic titles. We got Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, like the new hits, um, Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is probably one of the heaviest discount on the European eShop. I think that one went down 70% off. Um, their Super Mario Odyssey they have is 30% off. Breath of the Wild's 30. Cadence of Hyrule, um, which is pretty sure that's what you got, right, Tyler? Yeah. Digital ones, 30% off. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe, 30% off. Dragon Quest Builders 2, 30% off. I was actually interested in that. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, 30% off. FIFA 20, 30% off. Dark Souls Remastered is 40% off. Okay, so that brings it to like... $23, maybe. Wow. $40. And we have Wolfenstein Youngblood's half off, 50% off. Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, 50% off. Fighter Z, I already said, 70% off. And Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, uh, which is heavily rumored to be unavailable at the Game Awards. <laughs> so. You uh, leaked into the next story a little bit there, which... That's the next. Uh, that's, that was the that was the leak. That's what they don't want getting out. That's what the printing company you want to avert your eyes. They could be like Resident Evil Three Nemesis is heavily rumored to be un- unveiled at the Game Awards. Wiley, can you tell me more about that? <laughs> yes, I can. Thank you. But I just want to say that while these are good sales, but they're they're like if it was a PS4 or Xbox sales, like these are mediocre. I mean, yeah, very. Like well, this is a Switch. Physical. Yeah, it's Switch, and you know, thirty percent off on now a two-year-old game is like woo. Yeah, but I guess when they keep them at fifty nine ninety nine, like they do, I'm even like, okay, maybe I should finally get Breath of the Wild. I played it on Wii U. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, for the maybe Switch. that's just also for. I mean, that's all digital too. But hopefully, this that'll be more of an incentive for stores to drop the physical prices. True. Nowhere. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing that. Uh, I think so, a couple somewhere's got Zelda and Mario for thirty. I forget where. Ooh, that's a really good deal for I, Switch. I yeah. know GameStop dropped some of those uh, the prices on some of those, so you might mm-hmm. have to check out the Black Friday deal for GameStop. And I know they have a good amount of Nintendo games on sale. Are you guys eyeing anything in particular that you're going to either order or go out and buy on Black Friday? Mm. TVs, power tools. <laughs> Are you really thinking about a TV? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Oh. I'm probably going to go to Walmart at like 1 a.m. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Bring, uh, bring your tools with you so you can help defend yourself. Well, what kind are you going to get? <laughs> um, I think they have like a like a 65-inch smart TV for like 280 bucks or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. So you're not going to get one with 4K? I mean, with HDR? I mean, it's, it says it has some kind of HDR. It might not be like the top-of-the-line HDR that some monitors have. But... Um. Okay, then. Super, it'll, 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 it'll still be 4K. Hey, that's, no, but HDR is even more important than 4K is what yeah, I hear. Yeah, well, guess what? I don't care. The human eye can only see in up to, what, like 3K or something? I don't know. But. Yeah, well, I'm making, I think I'm going to do that uh, transition next year. I wish my eyes could just clean. You know what the spot you get? I just want to get out of there. Be 4K. Uh, so moving on to our next story, we had some... Interesting news, not quite official yet, but it's looking like we're going to see Resident Evil 3 Nemesis be remade, just like we saw Resident Evil 2, which came out in January. Uh, A recent report has suggested that Capcom is currently developing a remake of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, with the plan to release it sometime in 2020. The report comes from YouTube channel Spawnwave, which has published a video detailing the findings. Naturally, as any rumen should be taken with a pinch of salt, but both Eurogamer and BGC have stated that Spawnwave's report aligns with things that they have heard from sources close to the project's development. While none of these rumors have been confirmed or denied just yet, Capcom itself has said previously that it is willing to continue down the road of remakes, especially if fans show continued interest. 
And that was before Resident Evil 2 knocked it out of the park with its sales. I'm surprised they skipped uh, one entirely and just went to Resident Evil 2 remake. They remade one in oh, like 2002. Right. They did. They remade one like well, there was the director's cut, and then there was the one for the GameCube. You were yeah. right, right. Mm-hmm. And then they remastered that on systems. So while not quite, it was a complete overhaul actually. Like it still had pre-rendered backgrounds and everything, and had mm-hmm. the tank controls, but it was definitely a much more playable game than the PS PSX game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is neat. I mean, two. I know it's a lot of people's uh, up on their game of the year list, pretty high. Yep. It's nominated in the Game Awards. It's actually heavily rumored to be unveiled at the Game Awards, which would make sense. Yeah. Uh, you know how they have those, and now highlighting this game, be like, and next year you're gonna get to play three. And uh, I never played three. I was always as a kid. I thought Nemesis looked real scary. He's on the, very spooky on the box. Uh, he's like way scarier than Mr. X. So yeah, very. He was in Marvel Ultimate though. They uh, they put him in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three. Nice. Yeah, uh, that's a remake I want to see. I want Capcom to remake Marvel vs. Capcom two. Two. Mm, that's the one people love, yep. right? But keep it the same style, like Ultimate vs. Capcom. None of this like realistic, like ugh, just, not not like the last one. Not ult- uh, Ultimate was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, so last one, the last one was very bad. I bought that full price too. I'm so, oh my god. Did I'm still kicking that. myself. For Did that. I buy a full price? I think I bought it on sale. I'm, I'm just glad I didn't get the collector's edition. I, I was about to get the collector's edition. Did you play for the little colored Easter eggs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't want those. Yeah. Any interest in stones. this game, guys? I want to play I'll, it. I'll watch somebody. Sorry play if it. I cut you off. <laughs> no, no. Hey, when you said that, I'm like. Hmm. Everybody knows how I do with horror games. <laughs> oh, right. um, I'm maybe maybe I'll, I'll pick it up so you guys can play it. <laughs> I'll be down with that. I, I got to play through. I still have to play the first one I got for GameCube like a year ago. I still got to play the remake. And I have the original for PSX. Um, the remake of the GameCube one I actually played through earlier. I can't remember if it was this year or last oh, year. Oh, side note. Resident Evil 2, I don't know if you guys have it or not. The remake I have is it. like 20 bucks for Black Friday. Oh, wow. That's a good deal. Yes. I highly recommend I, that. I was thinking about buying it just so it could sit there in my library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're not going to play that. No. <laughs> It'd be a good Let's Play. It'd be a good something to play with friends, definitely. Yeah, you could do the Let's Play. It was a really good game, and it has the you know the A playthrough, the B playthrough, Leon and Claire. I played through as Leon. I started with Claire, and I just fell off and moved on to other things, but... In the back of my mind, that I'd like to go back and and see it all. Do you know if you get to play as the tofu guy? If you beat both, yeah, you do. That's what I, I thought. That's what I heard on like a Reddit post. So. That's yeah. awesome. Say what? You get to play as this like big stick of tofu, Mr. Tofu guy, Mr. Tofu. Yeah. Like, when you beat the game, you get to play through it one more time as like a tofu guy or like a mission. It's either a mission or the whole game is this big block of tofu, and you don't have any weapons. You just have the knife. I see like a Japanese you, mascot of tofu. Li- nope, he's just a block of tofu. Yeah, you didn't know about this from the original part two? It's crazy. I did not. It's cool. Oh wow, yeah. You ch- search it on YouTube. It's amazing. Like it, you got the <laughs> tofu and it's just a tofu. It's a big around, square like, polygon of white just going yeah. with like little Rayman hands. Like, yep. Wow. Do they actually refer to it as tofu? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I think he's he's got a certain name, but it's like the tofu campaign. Yeah. I forget what his name is, but it's great. He's like trying to save his tofu girlfriend. And at the end of one, I think it's like at the end of two or something, it, when you beat it, you beat the tofu's campaign, you see like, I think it was Barry or somebody in the helicopter like cutting up a piece of tofu and like eating it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't it's even know like, tofu oh, was invented was it, oh, in the I, Was 90s. it Barry or was it Hunk? <laughs> That was, oh, it was Hunk, you're right. It was yeah. Hunk, it was Hunk. Hunk. Cutting the tofu, yeah, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Because I remember just like the, the PS1, like the credit screen mm-hmm. of that. So sick. 
All righty. Moving on to our next story. I thought this was a fun one. Not kind of a non-story, but <laughs> you guys heard about this Cybertruck, right? Yeah, you texted yeah, yeah. in the group chat, and I was like, are you being serious? Like, what is this? Is this like a program, or are you just like, is this a real truck? So is the new truck that Tesla is putting out. Elon Musk did a big keynote where he showed it off and... Hey guys, check out my Halo 2 vehicle. Yeah, it's like Zavortag. It's like, a, I don't know, it's not why I have this accent, <laughs> but I don't know, you can drive it around, multiplayer maps, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um, Better than the Banshee, but I don't know, I, I like the ghosts. The ghosts are good. But anyway, I think the truck actually looks kind of cool. I know I'm a very small minority, it seems to be, with that. I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe... It's definitely different and interesting. I yeah. mean, it's not like a typical truck. No. That's for sure. Very blocky. I'm sure you all have seen it by now. But and Yeah, I've seen a lot of people like PewDiePie and other people doing Photoshop challenges of them photoshopping master chief into the windows <laughs> and throwing a, a turret on the back oh of it and <laughs> that'd definitely be a good hey maybe he's it's the end of the world's coming up it's great end of the world car if yeah. it runs on sun yeah i don't think it runs on sun <laughs> <laughs> that's a good campaign not, slogan it runs not, on sun not even solar it's sun, sun. <laughs> or sunny d run on sun run on sun we would like to play that would be a hell of a truck that could run on sun. Was it was it run on fuel? Like regular? <laughs> I think it's like uh, electric. It's electric. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you plug it in and charge it up. You know, like Death Stranding vehicles. Um, but anyway, so getting to the part where I thought it was fun. He, you know, people have been saying that it looks like it's straight out of a video game. And then he actually tweeted out, "Cybertruck is inspired by games like Halo, Warthog, ah, I it. <laughs> Warthog IRL." Uh, exclamation points um, so I just thought that was fun maybe he actually did get inspiration from it I guess he probably did <laughs> I like I his photo why. op though because he's just sitting there like just a little badass with his truck in the background and I was like that's square it's very square <laughs> it's cool though hey good for him you get the money to do it making crazy shit I'm all for it I think it's that sick I heard his net worth dropped I saw this headline I don't know yeah. when he was on the Joe like, Rogan like, podcast no <laughs> that <laughs> after this unveiling after this unveiling it dropped like 768 million dollars <gasps> Yeah, because didn't they claim that like the windows were unbreakable? And, and then it broke, right? And then it broke. Yes, um, that was not a great great moment. <laughs> yeah, but you can still fly, and you could, I don't know, I like battle, battlegrounds, it's okay. Yeah, so he had somebody on stage with like a baseball or some object. He's like, <laughs> go ahead and throw it, it won't break. And then it broke. And then he's like, you want me to try the other one? <laughs> I swear like, that one works. Yeah, and then uh, That's so that funny. one breaks too. Oh uh, my god. And it was. he's like, Okay, need need some improvement. It's a prototype. He's like, it didn't go through. It didn't go through. Yeah, that's and, funny. And then I guess there was there's a video going around of like behind the scenes before they did the unveiling. They like threw a, the same ball at it and just like bounced off. Really? Yeah. You can only handle one. one <laughs> Durability is one. Oh huh. well, yeah. I felt a little embarrassed for. Oh, that sucks. Man, yeah. Elon. He keep doing his thing, man. He's he's innovating. He's doing cool shit. He's putting yeah. cars in space. Mm-hmm. Make Pokemon real next. It's planting trees. <laughs> planting trees. Yeah, I think people are a little too hard on it, and you know, people these days picking picking on Elon. Everybody <laughs> wants to hate. He's like, he's doing cool stuff. Why can't I do cool stuff? I'm gonna hate him. Yeah, true that. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so you know, it's a slow news week when we're talking about you know eight word tweets from Elon Musk, but that's what we got for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Anthony's got some tips on if you're a collector like he is. Hot news, buy those PlayStation Vitas up. 
from actually, I was watching a Spawnwave video earlier today, getting some info, and he had mentioned that uh, the price is actually going up for collectors for brand new sealed Vitas in Japan because um, PlayStation is starting to push their streaming services more. I'm probably I'm certain to probably keep up with the Xbox, the yep. X Cloud, the Project X Cloud, Project yeah. X Cloud that's going to um, be dropping. But they're like, oh, they actually in the advertisement for like the first time in a while have like shown the Vita. They didn't like focus on the Vita, but they're like, hey, if you have a Vita, you could you can use it for that. But huh. it's also just kind of just going up there for uh, you know collectors to play. It's a very underrated system in my opinion. I love my Vita. It's great. You like Japanese RPGs? That's your system. Hmm. So yeah, I still want to pick up on um, Persona Four Golden yeah, on that. Persona Four Golden, it's perfect that, on that. Yeah, I would consider picking one up just for that. Yeah, because I've heard that it is pretty. If you awesome. see it, if you see it now sealed, don't hesitate, pick it up. If you see it used, still get it because it's a good system. Mm-hmm. All right, and coming in hot, we got this new Call of Duty Modern Warfare DLC news. Who's this goddess? I'm not sure. Mm. Looks like a, an operator. Ooh. Um, but yeah, December 3rd, they're calling this the biggest free content drop in Call of Duty history. Um, biggest free drop, I mean, like the only free drop. <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> um, they're calling it Season 1, which uh, maybe they'll be starting to introduce like the Battle Pass and kind of stuff like that into probably. it. Probably. Um, so yeah, one. you can buy that if you want, probably. Mm-hmm. Most likely. Mm-hmm. Here's this cool uh, free stuff. New multiplayer maps. Um new quote unquote I mean I, it looks like they have like Crash Crash is from the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare right cool. um, Crash oh <laughs> yeah Crash Bandicoot is he uh, oh no it's a add map. Crash to COD <laughs> uh, another map called Vacant another yeah, map called should. Shipment I mean those are all those are all in past Call of Duty games I think uh, Shipment just, definitely was there they're just optimized um, old maps which is you know what like they I think they're fan favorites so mm-hmm. bring them oh like, yeah they, they definitely like I love to play on Crash um, new ground war map. I still actually haven't even tried a ground war game. Um, new... I started one. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, ground war. Oh my god, insane! Like you get people on rooftops just sniping, sniping you out. Yep. And I, 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 I actually enjoyed it a lot because it had the call. Of, it had the battlefield feel to it. Mm-hmm. You know, Definitely like, does. Um, and it was pretty enjoyable. Like the maps were pretty big and detailed, and you know the uh-huh. vehicles I didn't hop in any, but they seemed like they were going pretty fine and not too yeah. OP because Battlefield, if you're in a like a, one of those jets or helicopters or tanks, like you're you own the map. Goodbye. And mm-hmm. here it didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. Like I was, e- I easily took out a couple, like a tank with like a couple C4s. So I was like, okay, you could disable a tank like pretty easily. You know. Yeah. Uh, new 2v2 gunfight maps, uh, cargo, atrium, and more, they're saying. Um, that'll be cool. That more. So yeah, I, that's a really cool mode. I'm going to need you to get get set up, Tyler, so we could stream on 2v2s, the level with you, 2v2s going. Yeah, I'm down for that. Totally rhymes. Right? <laughs> level with you, the 2v2s. Um, new multiplayer modes. It looks like they're listing uh, something called Reinforce, uh, Gunfight. Looks like Orb. Gunfight OSP. Um, and and infected, uh, infected sounds interesting because I imagine that'll be some something like a like a zombie type mm-hmm. game mode where mm-hmm. one person has a knife only or something and they got like extra like juggernaut ability mm-hmm. and like an extra extra settle. speed and stuff like that yeah like an extra bar of health or things like that yeah so I think that will be a really fun mode to get into um, new special op experiences bomb squad uh, grounded pitch black. Just reward and more. Um, that's another thing that I think we should probably try and jump into together. I've been um, hearing mixed things. That's the cooperative stuff, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Um, I, again, I actually haven't even tried any of those yet. Me neither. Um, and they got a and couple. You still haven't even tried the campaign yet. No, I played the campaign. Oh, okay. Word. I played like a few hours of the campaign. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I played two hours of the campaign. Keep playing is really good. I know. I haven't played the game. Like uh, I said, Black Friday right now is on sale. Amazon. And Black Walmart. Friday, Black Ops, Call of Duty. What is it? What did I say? Forty dollars. Uh, yeah, I think the other that's what you said. I think you said thirty-eight. Thirty-eight ninety-nine. Yep. Thank you, Wiley. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta consume for tax. Yeah, there's tax on Black Friday, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you'll get taxed up to forty. Forty. So yeah, <laughs> set it high. Get my expectations low. And uh, yeah, that's all coming on December third. You forgot about the Ram Seven. All the, the new, new weapons. weapons. Yeah, new weapons. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's cool. December third, free stuff. Uh, they're. Doing the battle pass thing, hopefully it works out for them. I know people seem to be pretty thrilled with this new game overall. Um, so that brings us to the end of the news. You said you had a question for us. Uh, I do, but I can't remember what it was exactly. Uh, uh, it's a, probably a pretty to, good one. I have to look it up. Uh, so another really cool thing that I'm hoping Pokemon decides to introduce is along the lines with like the live services games like free update i really hope that they start dropping like i'm not asking all the pokemon at once but like there's been rumors going around of mewtwo's date is already in the game or there's like a couple other legendaries that are already in there so maybe uh like a limited time event go to this place in the wild area maybe it's a raid It'll yeah probably be a raid that sounds like something they have to do especially with how pokemon go is yeah right? exactly because yeah. that's all raid focused now for like special legendary pokemon mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't go outside <laughs> um what was I gonna say? Uh, you should definitely. So it has like an even round number at four hundred, though. Yeah, so that's, it's, it's, I thought it was a little too good at first too. I'm like, mm. yeah, but like, so now they're gonna have four hundred and three. Isn't that gonna make you a little? I think they'll probably like cap it. Like, okay, you fill out your decks with this, and then the extra like, I, that's actually a really good question. I don't know how they're gonna yeah, do. How it. they're gonna keep it that nice? That's though. why I gotta get four hundred <laughs> ASAP. So I All think right. we have the question queued up. Yeah. So Caitlin's question is, what are your favorite games? I've gotten bad reviews. Just Stranding. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely next. No, yeah, that's that's up there for sure. Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, okay. You like that, huh? I, 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 I I'm a, I, I'm a mass, I'm a Mass Effect fan, and I really did. I got through the whole game, and so I, I, and I enjoyed it. I, there was times that I didn't enjoy the game, mm-hmm. but overall, I was like, you know what? I think it got a bad rap, like a fully blown bad rap. I understand where the some of the reviews were coming from, but I was like, this is still an enjoyable game, especially because I played it first when it dropped, got mm-hmm. a day of. Then I kind of put it down and I came back after all the updates and fixed some of the bugs and some of that stuff. So I actually got to enjoy a better experience than some people from the, from the launch day. And, yeah. you know, I really enjoyed it after all the the updating and the fixing that they did. Yeah, so I had a similar experience when I played it. I, I think I saw it online for on sale for a ridiculous price. I got the physical copy for like 11 or 14 bucks or something. Played it maybe six months after it came out and all the stuff had been hashed out as far as the technical issues, so I didn't run into any of that stuff. It's a very pretty game. Yep. Uh, and I thought it was pretty good as well, to be honest. I mean, it did not hold a candle to one through three. <sighs> But it was a solid enough game. Like some of the party members were cool. I really liked uh, the big drag. What was his name? Um, the the Krogan. Yeah. Yes. The Krogan was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Krogans are always awesome in the in the in those Mass Effect games. Yeah. Actually, funny tidbit. Um, I've been seeing on Reddit that they are in production of Mass Effect, Mass Effect Five right now. And they will be announcing that soon. With was the Andromeda next, supposed to be four? Well, yeah, it's technically four in the continuance. You know, because 
Andromeda technically There's takes... no way they call it five, though. They won't call it five. Yeah. But Andromeda technically takes place, you know, somewhere in between and after two and three, like in that sphere, because it's mm. like they take off from Earth after two. And they heed um, Shepard's warnings and they take off to, you know, another far, far away galaxy away from the Reapers and all the things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I don't know how the light travel or like speed traveling and all that good stuff mm. works. So I don't know if it's years after or if it's kind of like parallel to yeah. what's happening in three. But it's something like that. That's cool. What's your answer, Anthony? Every anime game I've ever played, <laughs> every game, every video game based on an anime, except for Dragon Ball Fighter Z, because that game is tight. Um, kill a kill, kill a kill. Yeah, actually, I am having a really fun time with that. I want to go back to that because that got. Oh, yeah, I want to play that. Uh, yeah, I want to bring that and definitely play. I, I don't think I've touched it since we played it that night. No, because I played it the next day for a while to go through the story, and it's great. But then I was like, I should probably beat Persona. And that's when I was going Ooh, through Persona. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and Jump Force too. I like Jump Force, so that was a good concept. Definitely needs a lot of work in every department, but I, oh, I liked it. Oh my God, guys, I keep interrupting you. You got seven more days for whatever announcement it's going to be for Persona. Oh, yeah, Ooh. I know. Uh, Wait. The Boil? It's going to be the release date of the five, right? Well, we already have release date of Royal in Japan. So I'm guessing in seven days we're going to get the release date for here in America because they did in that screenshot I sent you specifically say to our... You know, um, Phantom, yeah. like the our thieves, thieves in the West announcement in 14 days. And I've been watching the Instagram account every single day. I'm um, counting it down. Yeah, oh, I can't okay. wait. Female pro tag coming to Smash. I'm, I'm looking for a game that I played that didn't get good reviews that I really liked because I've got my list of all the games I've beat the last four yeah, years. I can't really think of one either. And I really mm. liked this game called The Deadly Tower of Monsters, which was a... Very low budget, I would say like single A, like sci-fi 50s parody movie mm. or parody game that made fun of all those shitty sci-fi movies from the 50s. Uh, had good platforming, very simple combat, had this really satisfying mechanic where you were um, either ascending or descending this gigantic tower and you could jump off of it and you would do a free fall and, and land somewhere else and you'd be falling for like 15 seconds and I thought that was really neat so there was one that nobody ever talks about uh, it came out I think it might have actually been a PS Plus game at one point mm-hmm. not not sure but yeah it's called the Deadly Tower of Monsters and I think it gotten you know the fives and six mostly right yeah I can't I'm trying to think of like games I played I feel like I would have to go through my Steam library to, to see um, I don't know the Digimon Story game. You played that. Oh, yeah. And that got, yeah, that got. I, I, I did not actually realize I put a lot of hours into that yeah, game. You did. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's fun. It's Pokemon. Maybe, Digimon. Maybe the last Yu Gi Oh game that you played on the Switch. That, that did, one the, 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 really did it play well? No, I think it reviewed well for like what it was. Well, and when it first originally dropped on Xbox One and PS4, it didn't yeah, really Steve, review well. Like yeah. it wasn't yeah. greatly reviewed. Maybe it picked up better reviews now with all the updates and stuff like that when it dropped on the Switch. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that it was all right. I mean, it was, that game was more of a nostalgia that, thing for me. Yeah, that wasn't a greatly reviewed game. Mm-hmm. I'm not going online with that game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Besides, like the drafting, you, yeah, yeah. Dude, no, you could. Well, you should be able to because on the Xbox One version, you could go online and oh, play sick. people with your own like setup deck. Yeah, you can. Sick. So you get you'd get wrecked by people. Oh yeah, like, I one <laughs> turn, just pendulum summons and. Like, I don't even know what half yeah. these cards do. Find Pokemon. All right. Well, thanks for your question, Caitlin. If you'd like to be on the show, as I stated before, feel free to leave a comment at the the, at the comment place. 
and we'll read we'll read it next uh, week. Tell us what your favorite new Pokemon is. What version did you get? Did you get Pokemon Sword? Did you get Pokemon Shield? Do you, Do you hate Pokemon? Do you want to trade with me? Are you single? Are you hot? All these questions and more you could ask. We're willing. You guys check on the Discord these days? Yeah, occasionally. Hop in and I gotta post more. Yeah, I pop in every once in a while, especially yeah, now that I get, get the PC set up again. again. We're Sorry. there. You can We're come there. in. Yeah, why don't we just have our group text be in there? Well, maybe we'll like keep out the I'll, I'll, I'll dirty go details. I'll start throwing some stuff on. Yeah, you. I'll yeah. start throwing some more drawings and stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, thanks for leveling up. We'll see you next time. All right, bye. Goodbye. Bye.